Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about a fascinating and just insane director's cut. Um, probably already guessed it. That is, of course, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So this movie uh, follows our main, well, five at first, but eventually six big DC heroes as they are determined to stop uh, an incoming invasion from a mysterious planet far away. This is just insane, honestly, to me, that this happened. Because um, for those of you who don't know, the DC movies are basically in a constant state of turmoil. Uh, Man of Steel was sort of intended to capitalize on a much darker and more mature tone that I feel Warner Brothers obviously saw as working in the Dark Knight movies and thought, well, why don't we just apply that to, you know, something else? And they tried it. It didn't work, obviously, because Superman's not Batman. And as soon as people were very split on that, um, there was a lot of cuts made to the subsequent entry, Batman versus Superman, which was also intended to be incredibly dark. And it still was, but there was a lot cut out of it that was designed to at least downplay that or sort of downplay the, the elements that people maybe wouldn't like. Uh, but that was pretty minimal, honestly. In, in terms of the grand scheme of cuts in DC movies, that was pretty minimal. From there, uh, there was a huge mixed reaction you know that was a very divisive movie and so that was uh, that made a lot of the suits at warner brothers nervous and they decided that they were going to cut down the upcoming uh justice league movie which was originally directed by Zack snyder uh after a family tragedy he um he stepped down and they brought in the director of the first two Avengers movies, Joss Whedon, to come in and finish it up. And the um, the impetus of this decision was he made a superhero team-up movie that worked, and it was fun and light. And that's clearly what people want, because we messed up the last two times with the dark stuff. So they decided to bring him in and um, have him try to finish up the vision and add a lot more lightness to it. So that involved a lot of reshoots where they added like jokes um, and more like, I guess, uplifting scenes. The color palette was completely changed to literally be brighter. Um, There's a lot of things added into the movie. And uh, some of the reshoots involved Henry Cavill, who um, who was shooting Mission Impossible six at the time and had a mustache for that movie. And uh, Paramount refused to allow him to shave the mustache for the reshoots. So. Uh, there's a very awkward CGI upper lip um, that is very creepy if you really look at it. Uh, and and that's just a fascinating story. Like, honestly, that's really just the tip of the iceberg. You can get down into the, the details, and there's a lot of things um, about those movies that is really, really interesting should you choose to seek them out. That's a pretty brief overview. I didn't even mention Suicide Squad, which honestly is even more of a disaster. Um, there's a whole lot to these movies that... Uh, is just as interesting on screen as it is off. But regardless, I'm sure you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, that I am not a fan of literally any of the DC movies, bar Wonder Woman and Shazam. Those are those are 
okay. I would say Shazam is better than Wonder Woman on the whole, but I still don't love it. It's pro- it's not like one of my favorite superhero movies or anything, but it is entertaining. I do like it. Uh, everything else I could really leave. Like I've seen them as many times as I've going to see them as I'm going to see them, and I never plan to watch them again. Um, Man of Steel is. Uh, bloated and boring um batman versus superman is overly dark and just insanely overthought uh and justice league is a chopped up mess that i think really really uh shows like the worst of this whole um like ethos of just constant course correcting where you can really feel them laying the track right before the train rolls over it like it's it's really bad and this movie uh, was announced after you know months of campaigning from fans, like a ton of of online desire for this movie, and it it was announced. The trailers were coming out, the runtime came out, the fact it was rated R, all this stuff was immediately putting me off of this movie because four hours really, and the other movies weren't even that good. So I'm just assuming, okay, I'm never gonna watch this because it's just gonna be longer and bad, which is exactly what the extended cut of Batman vs Superman is. A lot of people will swear by that and tell you it's a better movie. It explains a few more things, and it does not. It that half hour that they add is not enough to save that movie. And I assume that this would be about the same. It doesn't matter if you double the length; it's just going to be a longer bad movie. And then when the reaction started coming out, and everyone was pointing to this actually being really good, including some reviewers who I really trust, and a lot of people who I follow online, and um, and uh, like trust their opinions on movies who feel the same way about all the other DC movies as I do. I was like, really? They really think that this is markedly better than the original version. And my, my friends were enjoying it. And like some of the people who I talk to movies about, like in my personal life a lot, were like, yeah, it's actually much better. And I was like, ah, Fine. I'm so curious that I'm just going to give it a little bit of time because no one's forcing me to commit the four hours. So I started it and I was like, wow, wow. Like almost immediately, this is a much better movie. Like I was amazed that it could actually be better because I mean, that original version is a chopped up, awkward, unfunny, like mess of a film. And I I was like, there's no way that anything could salvage that. You would almost have to start from the ground up and rebuild something better. But it is insane to me that even with Zack Snyder's style behind this and his choices, which I don't normally align with, I don't really like any of his movies. I'm just not a fan of that style. I'm not a fan of that overly overly dark, overly important, this is a serious film type thing. I don't like his sort of edgelord sensibilities, all that stuff where he's like, Batman could get raped in prison in my movie. Like, why? Like, wh- why is that a thing that you would ever think would be any any semblance of a good idea? Like, why, why even say that? Like, there's there's so many things about him that I don't, I don't like stylistically. But this is actually much better and i think that style even works in this movie because that overly grandiose posturing it's sort of toned down in like the character stuff i think once all the characters come together it stops taking itself so seriously but when it does like take itself seriously you really feel the weight and impact of these events it feels epic in scope and scale i think the imax uh aspect ratio really helps with that it feels epic it looks bigger I really enjoyed a lot of that. And I think that 
his style is just oddly suited to this movie, especially because a lot of the overly grim, dark, I'm serious uh, elements are toned down. I think that helps a lot. Uh, I do still feel like this is a very flawed story. I would never go back to the first two movies. And I definitely think that there needs to be at least one movie in between Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman to kind of flesh out the world's opinion on Superman and the way that they feel about him. Because in this, there is still that element of like, oh man, we really need Superman. Oh, we really miss him. Even though the you know the other movies still remain as a testament that he wasn't a great guy he got a lot of people killed and not many people liked him like they you know they sent him to court to kind of you know like you know there's a lot of stuff where it feels like no one really liked this guy so it's still weird that they have monuments to him and that everyone misses him and feels that he should come back but if you just take this on its own and you sort of uh, in your mind, kind of headcanon that like, yeah, everybody loved him. He was a big hero. Like, I think that if you just go from what you have in front of you, that it is still, uh, it does work really well. And the story in general is just much more fleshed out. Um, I personally am of the opinion that if you can't tell a good story in 90 minutes, there's something wrong. Uh, movies aren't four hours for a reason because you don't need four hours for a movie. And I think that's true. But at the same time, um, I can see where a lot of this stuff would have benefited from a longer runtime. Two and a half to three hours max would probably be what I would say. I think you could easily lose an hour of this movie and it wouldn't change it a lot because a lot of the stuff that um, is in here does sort of feel like a kitchen sink approach. Like you're just jamming everything in and it's a lot of it I think is unnecessary. Uh, Martian Manhunter, you could totally cut him. Uh, that whole epilogue, you could definitely cut that. That was some of the only parts of this movie that really reminded me of what I think Zack Snyder's movies are at his worst, which is just like, um, you know, they they want to convince you they're deep. They think they're much more, uh, you know, serious and, and like uh, revolutionary than they are. Like they think they're making some big revelation about Batman as a character, but like, it's really not. And Jared Leto is still awful as this character. Um, it was cool to see like some of those post-apocalyptic designs and, and that nightmare future is an interesting idea. The glimpses of it you get in this movie are cool. And I like that they bring it back to that and that, um, that you understand sort of how all this stuff connects um, more, but at the same time, you could easily lose it. It feels very tacked on, and it's weird that Martian Manhunter uh, comes down and Bruce is not even questioning who he is or why he knows his parents or any like any of this stuff. It doesn't even come up. It it's clearly underthought and just obviously unnecessary. And that was the most reshot thing in the movie, so you can tell that it wasn't there from the beginning. Um. I think a lot of the stuff with Cyborg is much better. Uh, the Everything with Steppenwolf is much better. He is a villain that feels desperate, and you can really feel his motivation. You can tell that he has really suffered a lot because of one big mistake in the past, and he's trying everything that he can like to very desperately atone for that and to be back on terms with the overlord of this world. And you feel that desperation and that drive to please him so much more in this movie he actually feels like he has legitimate motivation and you can understand to some degree why this is so important to him uh, i think also every character you just have uh, more of a connection with i think that uh they do a, a much better job of making 
you connect with them through conversation, like you see them having real conversations together and debating things and, and being like real people. These are gods and superpowered beings. But when they're talking to each other, you feel like they are real people and that they're just they're just talking like you and your friends would or, or whatever. And they're just trying to figure things out. And I really liked a lot of those character moments. They do a much better job of that in this movie. Um, I think Amy Adams as Lois Lane, unfortunately, is still really lacking in this movie. They just don't know what to do with her. And everything with like the Martian Manhunter, I said before that, that could be cut, and I still think it could. You don't need that very awkward part. At As soon as he leaves, he's just like, all right, going to turn into Martian Manhunter. Like maybe if he went to the roof or something and then like transformed and then flew away. But like, <laughs> like why did he just transform in the hallway? Is he going to walk down the steps of this apartment building and then out front into the street as Martian Manhunter? Like, no, that was that was really stupid. And you could have just cut it before then. Like you didn't need that. Uh, I think that she is unfortunately still kind of wasted in this movie, but uh, I think they do a better job of including her, uh, even though it's not great. It's still better, which I think is everything in this movie. Nothing is worse. Everything is at least at, on par or better with the original than the original, which I think is really good. I mean, I I'm glad that this reworking was worth it, at least in my eyes. Uh, the Flash, I think, is still annoying. He's definitely the uh, the worst member of the Justice League. They they definitely do a better job of toning down some of the more annoying moments where it's like, brunch, or what is brunch? But there's still the snack hole joke. There's still, like, the bat signal thing. There's still, like, um, what are resumes? I mean, who do these resumes, right? Like, all that stuff is, is awkward. It's weird. It doesn't feel like it fits this movie, and it really, like... It's just awkward. Uh, so I wish that he was a little bit written better. But his the part that he plays in this movie is much, much, much better. The climax is one of the coolest things I've seen in a while in a, in a superhero movie. It starts out as just a by-the-books kind of fight, but seeing them work together and do combo moves together and fight as a team is really entertaining. And... There's no, like, blue sky beam or anything. Like, there's no, uh, you know, really, like, like overplayed version of this climax. Instead, you get to see, uh, though, the payoff of something that had been hinted at earlier with the time reversal thing. And the Flash uh, runs, uh, you know, he, like, sort of, I don't know, enters the Speed Force or something as that big explosion happens that, like, vaporizes all the Justice League. And he runs, and then you can see all the buildings and all the street reforming behind him as he runs. And then you get to see, you see literally the Justice League reform. Like you see all the parts of them like go back together. Like you see the, the blood and like the bones and everything, like their skin sort of it, like reforms. And then you, you see um, how, how they like actually become, you know, people again rather than just like red mist. And then he runs, keeps running and touches cyborg and it helps them like, you know, get the energy or whatever to enter the, the unity, whatever it is. That was so cool and so much better than uh, the original version of the climax, which is like, I've assembled a team together. Now I'm going to go in alone, which is was batman's plan apparently like and then you know they just kind of they have a pretty boring fight that and then they're basically getting trounced until superman gets there in this they have a plan they're executing it well they're fighting as a team you feel like this climax has some sort of direction and they're not dependent on superman 
they are doing okay without him, which is totally different than how it feels in the original version, where it's like, oh, you guys suck at this, and then Superman basically just came in and saved your ass. Uh, Superman, also much better in this movie. Uh, I like the part where he... Um, uh where he's like choosing the suits and you're hearing the the flashback like dialogue and stuff and then you have that moment of sort of symmetry where he steps out in the suit and then he puts his hand on the ground and stuff you know it starts to vibrate as he's getting ready to fly and it feels like really cool and epic and as much as i don't like man of steel seeing that moment of symmetry and everything coming full circle was really actually genuinely cool uh i thought that was that was pretty awesome um I I don't know, man. I It's really, really wild to me that I actually like this movie. And I'm not just saying like, oh, in comparison to the other one, it's better, I guess. Like, I genuinely enjoyed this. I think especially the climax, uh, in the middle chunk, I think the beginning and the end are the things that change the most. The middle chunk is basically the same. It cut out a lot of really weird moments and awkward dialogue and everything flows better. It's paced better. Um, but I think that, largely like on the whole that is the the aspect of this movie that was probably the most boring and not not boring but just samey i guess because i've already seen that that part of it um but the beginning and the end definitely they add the most uh substance and you feel like it feels much more epic it feels more impactful it makes a lot more sense everything feels very very fleshed out i don't think you need four hours i still don't uh i think three is the perfect length but still i did really enjoy this i thought the characters were much better the action was much more was much better and more creative the team as a whole functioned better together each character had much more going on the dialogue between them was really good like seriously this this was so much better than i expected it to be and coming from someone who has like genuine um disappointment and annoyance with how bad the dc movies have been to this point i cannot believe that this one was the one that bucked the trend um I will say I'm not 100% positive on it. I likely won't watch it again in large part because of the length. And if I did, I'd kind of break it up into episodes, sort of like it is already broken up into those chapters. Because I do think it feels more like a, a good mini series than it does a cohesive movie. Um, I think that there's way too much slow-mo in this movie. Like, to the point where it's like, what is this slow-mo for? It's just like a normal thing. Like, it's not action. It's not drama. There's nothing, like, actually happening here. It's just like a person walking, and it's like... And they're, like, super slow, and that is completely unnecessary. I think you easily shave off, like, a couple minutes just from making the slow-mo regular speed and i also think that increases the impact of when you go into it with the flash because there's so much other slow-mo that it's not as cool when the flash does it if it was only the flash who did slow-mo stuff i think it would be so much cooler but that's not like a huge complaint it just gets annoying after a while because it feels like okay Pick up the pace. We don't need a slow-mo thing of Aquaman walking out of the bar. And then he, he takes a swig. And then he takes his shirt off. And then he's walking in the waves. And the waves are hitting his face. And it's all in slow-mo. It's like, we don't need that. You could cut a bunch of that. And you could make it faster. Also, the music in this movie is annoying as hell. There is It is so much worse than the music in any of the other movies. Um, there's that re recurring cue with anything with the Amazon where it's like, hey, ah, ah. it's 
awful and annoying and every time it came i i like seriously put my head in my hands i was like seriously we need this music cue again every time it has to be every time um i think the uh the <laughs> the part <laughs> the part where aquaman leaves uh that nordic village thing and <laughs> the, the people are like holding his sweater and like singing and like uh you could have cut that too um the the stuff with the flash where he's like saving who i guess is supposed to be iris west that's cool um i do think you could definitely slow it down you could cut the part where he touches her face because as much as it as it reads in this movie it does not seem like he knows this person it just seems like they they cross paths and, he, and they're they're like making eyes at each other but it doesn't seem like they actually know each other um so touching her face was really creepy and weird that song choice is also terrible it goes on for too long i think um like the part where he grabs the hot dog and like he's laughing or like whatever i'm like what is this why are we watching this like it, it goes on for what feels like five minutes uh, and it really does not need to um i think there's too many scenes of the bad guys explaining the plan it's like literally the exact same scene multiple times um that could definitely you could trim one of those and i think that you could definitely trim the end the whole epilogue anything after superman rips his shirt open you can cut you don't need it uh and yeah everything with martian manhunter you could cut i think you could cut the stuff with uh lex luther and uh deathstroke all that stuff all that stuff could go i don't think you need it but overall genuinely i am very happy that i was wrong about this movie i didn't have high hopes i didn't want to watch it i don't like any of the other ones but i was legitimately surprised i was like really really taken aback by how good this was and it was it's something that i probably won't go back to but i think it is still cool and i'm glad there's another cool superhero movie out there that i could potentially enjoy should i choose to like i said i probably won't sit through the whole thing again maybe parts of it but i was so impressed and genuinely a little bit interested in what it could be in the future uh, i don't think there will be more but if there was i wouldn't be mad and i would actually watch them uh, i think that's insane of me to say but i'm glad that i was proven wrong it is much more fun to enjoy a movie than it is to hate one and i've been tired of hating the dc movies because i love these characters and there could be so much more cool stuff done with them that just isn't so i'm hoping that maybe this is like uh, a turn for the better that maybe the studio heads see this stuff and see what works about it and try to emphasize that more when they're making these movies but regardless um this was really fun i would recommend it if you're a fan of these movies uh you definitely like it if you aren't you might still uh and if you are a fan of these characters i really think you might enjoy this this is a good um this is this is a good movie and it's crazy that i'm saying that but i did enjoy it it's much better than the original and it's much better than anything else that uh zack snyder made with dc i would say so yeah all right before we get out of here i'm grateful for weather i know i say that all the time but i really am i love good weather i love going outside and it's good weather this week i'm grateful for that i'm also grateful that i enjoy this movie because like i know i said it a million times seriously that's nuts uh you already know the drill rate review subscribe uh check out the website in the description below thank you for listening i know this was a little bit bloated of an episode for me but there is a lot to cover here this is a four-hour movie so cut me some slack i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you enjoyed the movie feel free to let me know what you think um and i will see you next time bye